lung battle with advanced lung cancer. The Electric Reliability Council of Texas is not sure when power will be completely restored to Texas. The answer really depends on the availability of those generators. We're working with them around the clock. Some of them are facing constraints in getting their generating units back online. ERCOT CEO Bill Magnus says they're hoping to provide a balance across the system and catastrophic blackouts would happen if it gets even more out of balance. USA Radio News. It may soon be the biggest issue of our time, the NRA and your gun freedoms. President Biden says he will defeat the NRA, and there are efforts to limit your guns, tax them, and even put the NRA out of business permanently. All this week, Newsmax TV's Stinchfield tells the real story about Joe Biden's war on the NRA. Watch Stinchfield at 8 p.m. Eastern to find out how the NRA is fighting back. Stinchfield is unafraid to tell you the truth. Everyone is tuning in. Newsmax TV is now the fourth highest rated cable news channel. It's on all major cable systems. Check your cable guide. If they don't carry Newsmax, call them. Or just download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone or smart TV and watch us anywhere. So watch Newsmax for Stinchfield and real news you can trust. 30 million Americans watch Newsmax all the time. You should too. For more than 10 years, Joe Manchin has straddled the fault lines of American politics from his seat in the U.S. Senate. As a Democrat from West Virginia, Manchin continues to win elections, even in the deep red Republican stronghold. Manchin's vote will be needed to pass the $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package, which includes raising the minimum wage to $15, something that many West Virginia businesses are not in favor of. Rob Petticourt is a business owner. He tells Fox Business. There's a lot of forces pulling him in different ways, and, and he definitely has the chance to stand up for West Virginia and America, and if nothing else, be a hero to West Virginians, because what they're trying to do on every front they're doing is against America and against West Virginia. Catholics around the world celebrating Ash Wednesday today, which marks the start of Lent, six and a half weeks before Easter. You're listening to USA Radio News. FaceLogic Essential Skincare in Las Vegas is known for their affordable organic skincare products. They teach people of all ages how to care for their skin properly by providing customized skincare regimens. Achieve your skin goals with FaceLogic's highly trained estheticians. Book your appointment at facelogicspalasvegas.com. That's facelogicspalasvegas.com. FaceLogic, pure pleasure, pure luxury, purely affordable. The whole family can have fun all year at Sunridge Golf and Recreations. Sunridge is located just outside of Lake Tahoe in Carson City. Play a round of golf or take an intro to archery course while the kids jump around in bounce houses. Finish the day with a meal at Sunridge's casual bar and grill. Sunridge also offers running trails, a pro shop, and an event center. Visit PlaySunridge.com for more information. At Sunridge Golf and Recreation, you can play it your way all year round. There's a new kind of therapy in town, and it's called Soda Therapy. Soda Therapy is all about gourmet drinks and delicious treats like movie theater popcorn and huge locally baked cookies. The options are endless. Soda Therapy is located on the corner of Cimarron and Warm Springs. Oh, and I almost forgot to tell you, you don't even have to get out of your car with their VIP curbside service. Follow them on social media for all the best deals and visit them Monday through Saturday in person or online at sodatherapy.com.
Enjoy the freshest, most flavorful baked goods at the Great Harvest Bread Company in Summerlin. They make the most delicious loaves of bread, made with freshly milled whole wheat every day. And you can even get freshly brewed coffee and sandwiches made to go with fresh, simple ingredients. Conveniently located at West Tropicana and Hualapai, call 725-777-3515 or go to summerlin.greatharvestbread.com for more information. Get it hot, get it fresh, get it now. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free.
All right, folks, here we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Life goes on, life after football, college hoops, NBA, NHL, golf, NASCAR, all kinds of cool stuff. NFL draft in the not-too-distant future. Football's never out of sight, out of mind. Always something going on. And we love having a good time with you here every Wednesday as we check in with the boys. we got quite the collection. Uh, we've got David Miller checking in and the boys back east, John and Mike. And we're going to get a sighting. I think we're going to see these fellas when we get to the NCAA tournament. Is that a vicious rumor or is it fact? Not a rumor on my part. We'll see if John could actually uh, get on a plane here. I think he's still optimistic. Um, but I will be there in the flesh the 17th through the 22nd. There's going to be a lot of fun. We already have a couple rounds of golf in there. We're going to have a lot of fun, you know, maybe. Um, well, I don't know if it's because of the COVID protocol if we could be in studio yet. But if not, then obviously I will be close by. So you'll feel my presence, right more and more. <laughs> no, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it, man. We'll get out there. I want to I want to see this this newly crafted golf swing. I want to see it up close and personal. No, we're betting a hundred dollars a hole here at the office. He's ruined the whole office dynamic with this little thing he brought in. Oh, I the little re- yeah. What is, is it? A put, is it helped it? Is it a putting thing, or he's actually swinging the club in the office? So I'll just give you a little. Uh, What's well, a putting thing? But John is left-handed. I'm right-handed. Well, I'm left-handed, but I play golf right-handed. So he's using the back of the putter to <laughs> putt, and he wonders why the ball doesn't go anywhere where it's supposed to. He's left. He's left-handing putting a right-handed putter, Brian. I play right. I hit the ball right-handed and putt left-handed. That's what I try to tell him. So. You know, but he, he can't do it the reverse. But, you know, so wait, do you have a left-handed putter, right? Yes. Got it. Yeah. Oh, I got, I, now I might have to get on the plane. Yeah. No, I got the yip so bad 15 <laughs> years ago. It was putt left-handed or quit the game. Well, you know what they say, right? You uh, drive for show, putt for dough. And thankfully, my it's a bet? lot better. What What happened? My burger bet cashed. We talked about last week. Yes, my burger did, bet. Did you cat? Did you do it? What'd you get him at? Like about fifteen, twenty, four, four, 14, 14. Well done. Yeah, fourteen. But uh, it's funny because I didn't watch one. I didn't watch it at all. And then he calls me and he goes, "Did you watch that?" I go, "I don't, wouldn't even know what I'm watching." He just dies laughing like it was like a one shot at the end to win it, and I had no idea. Well, no, no, he didn't. He didn't have one shot at the end to win it. He had to literally make it. In two shots for him to win, he just sank the first one. Um, but he had a basically no, he, almost uh, locked up. I think, no, I think he could have three. He could have three putt on eighteen. No, he could have right. He could have three putt, but he ended up getting the eagle. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Well, the other guy blew up. He, oh you know, my god, that that was hideous. Yeah, the, the putter. <laughs> yeah, we know what they said. There's all these people on Twitter going and saying saying they should fine him for stomping the putter on the green. It's grass. It's, it's grass. It'll survive. By by right, the by right. the way, it, it, that's the beauty of the golf betting. Now he the Nate Lashley's the guy you're talking about. He could implode Correct. this week because he he had the meltdown and he literally the four putt on 16. He was tied for the lead. But other than that one hole, 
the only threat to Daniel Berger was this guy. And Nate Lashley's 150 to 1 this week. I, honestly, I mean, he played unbelievable for 71 holes last week. That's a stupid price on that guy this week. Well, and they, you know, like they were saying, because they've they're trying to go global, um, that they're not getting as much talent at each one of these tournaments. Oh, this one, no, this because is they're all spread out. No, this one. No, this, I'm saying the last one. I mean, that at Pebble yes, Beach. Yes, the last one. The yeah, top the, guys weren't there. Right. Yeah. This this week is like a WGC event. This is it's almost like a major. Yeah. The, the field well, this what week. Well, what this illustrates to the listeners out there is that I know nothing about the and game. One. And, and all I need to do is not know anything, but know who to get the picks from. So that, the, the moral, if you're listening, when you when you're the guy that says, "I don't know anything about hockey. I don't know anything about this sport. I don't know anything about that sport." Well, guess what? I don't know anything about, and I already have five golf bets for this week. <laughs> uh, I do want to say one thing to you, Brian. We we and and I want to bring Dave into this. First of all, Dave, last week, yeah. I said the Jazz were a money making machine mm-hmm. at 17 to 7 17 wins against the spread seven losses against the spread since last Wednesday's radio show jazz has not not covered 21 and 7 21 and 7 not one loss against the spread in the last 7 days so what do you have to say about my small sample size of the Jazz being a money-making machine? It's still a small sample size. You could also take a team that hasn't covered four in a row, and they'll cover four in a row. Small sample size, John. Now, now, if they keep it up the rest of the year, you know, then they're probably well, they're the, gonna they're gonna probably win it all. So the thing is, yeah, no, yeah, whole, that's what I think. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm whoa, telling whoa. you, I, I got the 16 year old handicapper in the house. He, he says, Dad, I'm telling you, the Jazz is it. You know, so I see. I I can't buck the sun till he loses. So, um, so I mean, here's the thing. When do the line makers? This is what I ask you and Brian every week for new listeners that are listening. When the reason why they're twenty-one and seven is not—they don't know. They, they're like, a, think about them. They're just playing. They don't get to make the line. Utah does not get to make the line. This is yeah. a non-adjustment by the line makers, right, Brian? They're not adjusting the line. They Jazz are, just want to win games. They are, but the other team just either they underperform. The Jazz are still underrated. The sharp money has it wrong. A combination of all of that, but yeah, let me tell a story. When you remember the year when uh, the Celtics had the big three, they had uh, uh, Allen, Garnett, and Pierce. I remember mm-hmm. they were literally a covering machine. They had the best record, and they still covered. I don't remember. It was like seventy percent. I think it was that high. And I remember I just I kept you're saying riding the train. I, I thought there was good value though each time. And that that was that kind of so I have seen that happen before. But will the Jazz do it? I don't know. And then they so were, like, and then in the NBA Finals, they were a home dog to the Lakers. The biggest that was the biggest series bet I ever made to this day. I put I put twenty I put twenty I put twenty thousand at plus one seventy five, and they had home court best record. Yeah, they won. That felt good. But yeah, I know. So are the Jazz next? Are they gonna? Outperform, well, so, beat the Lakers. 
the reason why I bring it up is tonight's game is a compelling game because you don't have a bad team. You have a good team. So the Clippers are 21-8 and eight straight up against the Jazz, 23-5 and five straight up. The Clippers are only 17-13 and 13 against the spread versus 21-7 and seven against the spread. So what I'm asking you or Brian or both, the line opens at two, pops to three and a half, then goes to four. Is that people like John that are square going, the Jazz no. are a money-making machine? No, because that's... Because they actually, they have, no offense to you, but they actually have market influence and are controlling the global price, betting early, et cetera. No, that's that's either injury-related. I haven't looked at that one yet. I looked at it last night. That's either injury-related or or our guys in the know. It's not just people going, well, they, they've been covering. I'm going to keep betting them just because they're covering. I mean, that could be deep down a small part of what they're thinking, but... Um, in fact, I'm going to look at that after this. But I have a, I have a feeling. So in that spot, you know how I, you know me. I'm gonna. You reverse it post <laughs> Clippers at post. I get it. Yeah, we don't even need me anymore. You know exactly how I bet. Well, right? no, we need you because obviously your overnight lines. You beat every number, but like I'm asking you because uh, Brian, you know, you're in this. You're in Vegas. It's the same thing. Do are you? Do you care about the overall record like I look at each individual team against the spread, i.e. the Drakes of the world, i.e. the Jazzes of the world, or are you just each individual game, as Kenny White would say, our good friend, is like a snowflake yeah. unto itself and the records don't matter? <laughs> I like that. Well, it, it's not – yeah, none of it would be the determining factor. It would be a piece of the puzzle. But, I mean, believe me, it's baked into the cake that the Jazz have won eight in a row. The other thing you're getting here is you're playing, they're going on the road, and they're playing back-to-back games against the Clippers in L.A. Uh, so it, it's, it's kind of baked into the cake, into the opening number, that these guys' current form are playing so well. And uh, But, uh, you know, uh, David's point is they don't, they could care less. All they care about is two-way action. So, you know, money's going to drive this thing, but it's probably, it's probably baked into the cake for the opener. And then the money comes even came in on Utah. It's already it's it's already slightly baked. There's a shade on it. Don't, I, you, there's no way there's not a shade on on Utah. You know, if they well, weren't on an eight game winning streak, you know, the game's probably a pick. They're on an eight game winning think, streak I and think, they open two. Well, also I think Conley's going to probably play. I don't know for sure. And then um, Leonard might not. So there's a lot of. I don't know if that's a circle game, but by the time it, right, well, it let, plays, let's it won't be. flip it to the we we have the then we'll move on. We have the extremes playing tonight. So then you have the worst team against the spread in the NBA, which is does anyone know the Magic? Uh, Close, right, right, state wrong. No, no, team. no, no, right no. no. I'll, I'll guess. Let me get. Let me get no, another one. He gave it to you. <laughs> what did I you gave say? It I didn't even hear him. He said right, he, state he, wrong team. I, I, I was oh. gonna. It's got to be Miami. <laughs> I need more so Miami, Miami. <laughs> so Miami is nine and seventeen against the spread. The Ouch. Warriors are fourteen and thirteen against the spread. The Warriors overnight line was at home plus one. The mm-hmm. line is now the Warriors minus one and a half. So I I default to both of you again. I feel this is more the Miami Heat can't cover a game if their life depended no. on it. You're getting no. a cheap number with the with the Warriors at home. Yeah, 
No, we'll but no. Well, well, my, Miami, Miami. You know, you take all those numbers and what they what are they against the spread this year? Uh, nine, and nine and seventeen. Okay. Well, Butler missed how many games? I mean, you, right. you just got to throw that out. You they've know, they've been banged up a lot. Yeah. And right. now Butler's back, and they're on the road, and they're coming off a seven-point loss at the Clippers. But believe me, they you know Miami's a good basketball team. If injuries didn't hit Miami in the bubble, they could have won the whole thing last year. They're starting to get healthy, and, and they're starting to get back up to speed. Uh, and basically. Who's the better team, Miami or Golden State? I mean, when they're healthy, you know, it's Curry. Curry, Curry can go bananas, but when you know you've you've got the combination of talent that Miami has, and then the clutch guy at the end of the game in Butler, I think Miami's the better team. And now Miami's finally got their guys. Yeah, I think Miami are past there. You're right. I, this is kind of why I don't look at the the overall records because, like you said, some teams were really banged up and 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 then like the let's see the bulls the wizards hey david Miami. and david there's another thing that's being thrown in the hopper too uh okay if it's the covid or if guys were hurt or guys were out but the other thing you got to look once a week now like they're just sitting guys out with this load management garbage there you go there you go yeah yeah controlling the minutes so dave i have a question I have a question for you. If that's the case and you're playing the games at the best number, I mean, do you just say, like, because you're such a volume better than when it comes down and the guy's out because of a load management situation, is it like, does it make a big difference for you? If it's obviously certain players, obviously more than others, but Uh because it happens so often and you're getting the best of the number a lot of times the night before, and then they just randomly scratch the player – what is that like going into the game? What is your mindset? Do you bet the second half? Do you bet like do you offset the play? You know, I just want kind of want your. Well, uh, well I'll tell I'll tell, I'll tell a story. I'll tell a story. They randomly rested the Heat random when they were at Houston. They randomly rested Hero like randomly. It wasn't anywhere on the track or all day. And then, and then Don Best didn't even say it. I saw it off the TV, and then all of a sudden. Critical notice, and it said they're arresting him. And then I was looking at the line, and I'm and I'm going, okay, how do we factor it? Like how did? Because you know how they do the in game, they take the closing line and, and then they key that the whole in game. So I was thinking, all right, they pulled the line off before they before they before that was factored in. So I was going, all right, is the in game? Are the algorithms gonna? Move it a couple points the whole time to what it should be. You know that was a tricky spot, so I just kind of, kind of thought, okay, this is confusing. But yeah, you got your money, and there's really nothing you can do. But if they do randomly rest somebody, you have time, and you think the line didn't move enough, you could, you could, like, let's see, you have nothing on the game. You could, you could then look to play that side, going, man, he's worth more than a half a point. Or if they gorilla move it. Then you could go. Well, wait, wait, what did, uh, I got What go did you say? It. Gorilla move it? Yeah. For example, the What's Jazz. Well, move? this is just move it way too much. The Jazz the last, last game, night when they well, no, the last game uh, that, I mean, they scratched Kyrie, right? Well, when the when the Seventy Sixers played the Jazz, we were staring at no MB. Oh, that's right. 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 No, that no, he was questionable. So we were staring at six all day, and I'm going. I just know that if he that if he doesn't play, 
they're going to move this way too much when it was somewhat already factored in, you know, six. six and sure enough, he's out. It goes to nine and a half. I, I make this huge bet. And then John's money team uh, crushes me. But that was an example of the gorilla moved it, and then it ended up closing eight and a half and eight. So a lot of people kind of were waiting, and then and then they and then they, once they moved it too much because they did move it too much. I mean, the end result. I'm so happy. Out. All these years of doing the radio, we just learned a new slogan: "Gorilla move." I'm going to make shirts: "Gorilla move" with a gorilla on it. Well, well, there has to know, be there has to be a second tier. There has to be a top tier. You can't just say "move" because then you think one point or a half a point. Ryan, we're going to have. have we had. Remember, we had shirts with my face on <laughs> it. Now we're going to have a gorilla. Nice gorilla move. Where's the shirt well, with the, your and face the thing on is, it? <laughs> yeah, he used to he used to walk around the casino. <laughs> Um, with his face on the shirt, people would come up. To, it's funny. So the first person that came up to him was a friend was a friend of mine that I knew from back home, and he walks up to him. He goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're you're John." He goes, "Who are you? You a client?" He goes, "No, no, no. I just I, I I've just seen your face on Facebook before." <laughs> But he didn't see it by looking at him in his face. He looked at the the shirt and he just started laughing. But um, but aside from that, going back to what we just talked about with NBA, um, it's funny because sometimes when they scratch a player, it benefits the team. They play better without that guy in the lineup. It could be a star, but without him in the lineup, um, it's it's funny how that works. And I guess the algorithm. Uh, and the power ratings that you have in particular to these games, they could adjust based on that. Because in the NBA, it's not like college. I mean, you scrap a really good player in college, they don't. Have, the bench isn't going to be able to overcome. Right. It's not deep enough. A lot right. of times, it's not deep enough. But in the NBA, the guys are so good and they're so deep, particularly the better teams. You know, mm-hmm. you could take you know Jamal Murray off Denver, and they could still absolutely roll without him, just because the cohesion on the team and the way that they play. And there's certain guys on certain teams, when I see that they're not playing, the team still plays extremely well. So it's, it's unique how these odds makers still move the line, or sometimes they barely move the line when it keeps well, players the, out. And you look the, at it and you – Sorry to interrupt. They let, the, they let the betters move it too a lot of the time. You know, they just sure. – the betters will kind of have their say. But the most extreme one that I've ever seen for that – Whenever and this was this was this was like I want to say seven years. Whenever Carmelo Anthony was a scratch, remember that you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. Whenever he was a scratch, the team played better, just randomly for whatever reason. Maybe it was taking too many shots. I don't know, but they covered that closing number just such a high percentage of the time. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. See what you were saying? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's it's it's really good intel. I mean, when I when I take in the the calculation of what I'm doing, um, providing for selections, and I'm especially with college basketball lately, I've been doing extremely well. Um, a lot of times, it's you know, I think this year because of the COVID year, it's been a lot more you know plentiful. Um, the ability to be able to, I think, the odds makers, you know, football was a little bit different. Home field advantage kind of still mattered in football. After that whole football year, you know, with with fan noise, with uh, fake crowd noise, and some fans at the stadiums, especially when it came to playoff time, I mean, these teams played, they had a home field advantage. I just don't see that at all in college basketball. Well, let let me, I want to ask you, uh, Dave, or again, Brian, 
let's talk about back-to-back college basketball handicapping. So let's talk. Let's take the Maryland-Nebraska game. So what was the final score last night, uh, Mike? They had the under in that they one. I'll tell you, they went under by – it was two nights ago. They went under by, <laughs> what, 15, 20? No, but Maryland covered, right? Uh, right. I had the under. I don't know. They could. Okay. Nobody so, could so, shoot. Right. I, I don't care who won. So, so, so Dave. So, the Dave. The line, the line. Dave. Do you do you find or do you factor this into your line? Uh, so, what I have found is so the the line is the same. They won by fourteen. They were laying ten. Now they're laying ten and a half. Same game. Day well, off. Right? Here, here. The final score was sixty four fifty. All right. Okay, so I said Maryland, they won by 14, Maryland, they were 10. Maryland was 6450. Uh Maryland's minus 10 covered the game, 10 and a half. But the total was right. 136 and a half and they only scored 114 points. Right. And the only so, adjustment made to the number is they knocked the total down 2 points. 2 points. What what, so what what's asking, different? Right. So when I'm asking you both is how does this factor into you're getting basically the replay of that matchup? Maryland's minus 10.5. Let's talk about the spread for a second, Dave. Just the spread. They didn't change the spread. Does that matter to you, or do you just don't even look at the game they played two days ago? Well, in a double digit, in a double digit game like that, not as much, but I would look to take the team that. I have a formula for that. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work too well on Saturday. Uh, but I so would. I, took, I would. But I, I guess my question is, John, you're 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 going on about the adjustment on the side when the line was ten and a half and the margin of victory was fourteen. So basically, it was one shot away from Nebraska covering. You know what I mean? I mean, one three-pointer. Well, I but, understand but, why but, they only but, brought the yeah. line down two points because if they bring it down lower, everybody's going to bang the under, and they want to have equal – they want people to think that it was a defensive uh, anomaly, I guess, and it should have been more like it's 65 not, Well, 60. it wasn't a defensive anomaly. That's the story of these two teams. They can't shoot. <laughs> hey, the total was 136 right, so and a half. Just gave out the, his first the, well, winner on radio under at 134 and a half in the Maryland. Well, I, I guess my point is they didn't adjust the side when the margin of the, against the spread was only three. The margin against the total, the difference was 22. And they only but adjusted Dave, the total two that? points. This is your wheelhouse, Dave. You're a line guy. So what do you say about them not adjusting the number? I think that we didn't have an extreme. The only thing, the total was pretty extreme, but the side, 10 and a half, 11 and, and, and Well, Brian's talking final. about the total only being adjusted two points down today. And, and it went 14 under? No. no it, went it went 22 and a half points under. Okay, well, that's. Yeah, but but that's yeah, but that's that part's just variance. Yeah, I I, but but too but much. but I guess the point is, yes, the, a second game of a series can be completely different. Can the game go over tonight? Sure, it can. But on the front end, you played the under in this game at one thirty-six and a half because if you're sitting there and you're staring at Maryland, they had gone under the they had gone over the total in a basketball game since January 19th. They're a dead-under team, and they're the better team than a bad Nebraska team who can't score well, points to begin with. Well, so uh, Nebraska, the reason why I was keyed in on that game, they're 4-12 and straight up, but they won 
on Saturday, plus 11 outright at Penn State. So you knew everybody was going to be banging Nebraska plus 10.5 against Maryland because they only had to drive up the street to Maryland. It's not like there was at any time. So here they, I mean, you look at their four wins, but then they're an 11-point dog and they, they, they beat Penn State outright. Then they go to Maryland. So I, I, I'm, I took Towson on uh, whatever the second game was against Northeastern for the split the series because they didn't adjust the line. I took Elon whatever day they played for the second game to split the series. This is personal stuff for you listeners. Don't blow me up. Why didn't you get it? Why didn't you get it? Because I get caught with that on the radio. My question, what I've been doing is on the numbers that are small, Dave, the numbers that are small, the five-point lines, the six-point lines, I've been fading the first result to some success. Right. Yeah, right, right, right. So, yeah. Like, uh, I, yeah. Towson gets blown out, they're plus five, then they make Towson plus five the next night. To, to, to Brian's point, that underdog might get blown out by 30. They still only make Towson plus five the second night. And then I'm going back to the psychology, which is, well, now they're irritated. They want to, you know, they want to show that they're not that bad and something's going to motivate these guys to play harder. And again, going back to that, we can get into the hockey with the back-to-back, but this is the same situation you were talking about in hockey, Brian, yeah. where you have these college games playing back-to-back. Are you so you're basically kind of doing so you're kind of doing what I was saying. Whoever didn't cover the first game, you can look at Correct. it either way. Some a plus five gets blown out by twenty. Okay, and they're plus five. But what again, I'm doing is play I'm play playing better. the money line. I'm I'm playing. I'm sick. I'm playing the money line in the second. If the dog loses in the first game. I'm playing for the dog not to cover for the dog to win, and I've been successful where that yeah, dog, if they cover in the second game, they win outright. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> random. I mean, this, this, I get what you're doing. You but, can't split so the series unless one team wins and one team loses, forgetting the spread. So that's my whole thing. I'm getting value when that dog loses the first game where I'm saying this dog is going to split the series straight up. Well, now well, I'll do an 80-30 split. I'll bet 800 on the, the plus five. I'll bet 300 on the money line. Well, what's the market or 200 going rate on, on both? No, the market going Again. rate on both is where you should put your money, whichever angle you have a better, whether it's first half, full game, or money line. But, uh, no, I was going to say, so you could look at it either way. The plus five loses by 20. Okay, they're going to do – or you could look at it the other way. You could say – Oh, the the plus five lost by twenty. That should be six now. I'm laying the five, so you could look at that either way, right? You know, yeah. Like he's kind of saying on the total, oh, it 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 should definitely be a lot lower now. So he, I kind of feel Brian. So what do you think should be, uh, Brian? Doing. Brian, you think well, it should be one twenty five tonight? Well, no way. No, well, no. The, I, my, the point is, I I you know on the first game I was right. That it was an under game, and it was ridiculously under, and I just I just think you know based on watching the, the first game, you know the, the total should come down. I mean they're not gonna they're not gonna drop it eight points, but I mean it it should come down mm-hmm. more than two. I think maybe you know three and a half four points. Can can it be a completely different game? The answer certainly yes, but the fact is both of these teams. Aren't good shooting teams, and they play they play good defense. Maryland's the better team. I I just don't know that out of nowhere you you know one of these teams is going to put up eighty four points. That's just not how they play. 
and they just proved it to you. I don't know what's going to be different. Maybe the pace of play can be different, but they still got to be able to put it in the basket, and neither one of them can. I mean, fair point. If you think they haven't adjusted it enough and the under still to play, I, I hear you. Well, I, I guess the point so, is they, they did yeah. the 14-point the margin in a 10.5-point spread. Literally, the, the number was right on. It was a one-possession game. Could have gone either way, and Nebraska could have covered the first game. But right. nowhere there was nowhere near getting to the, the total that was established in the first game. But do you, it just comes down to do you think if they play this next game a million times, what would be the average what would be the average score? To me, that's how you look at it. And if right. it's still not adjusted enough. I, well, I just under. think I think their styles just listen. I, I you know I'm not saying you gotta you gotta be a contrarian once in a while. I I looked at the, the game the other night. Okay, and I'm giving you a couple of games I'm right on. You know, but believe me, you know the other side of the coins out there too. But the other night, Florida State was playing Virginia, and in this perception, you know, Virginia, everything, you know, the total's like 120. Or something like that, because that's the way Virginia plays. But Florida State's a team that, in that one instance, if you think the team is going to be able to dictate the pace of the game and you'd get that anomaly, well, it happened. Florida State put 81 on Virginia. That's unheard of. You know, I mean, so it's not like it can't completely go the opposite way, but that was more of a point where offense met defense and somebody was going to win that battle. And, and the team that would dictate the way the game was played would be the determining factor in the total. And that night, it was indeed Florida State. My only thing is, how do you think that first game, you know, I said we'd play a million times and, and then the average. How do you think that first game will affect either the pace of play or like, will they change something tonight to where it would be more likely to be a higher scoring game? That would be the only unknown variable, I think. Well, and, and I mean, I'm not, well, it's not the, my thing to figure that out. Well, the, the adjustments they can make is, okay, and maybe, you know, listen, uh, Nebraska says, well, we're going to drive the paint, we're going to kick it out, we're going to try to shoot more three-pointers. Well, that's a nice right. adjustment, but can you knock them down? The, <laughs> right. You know I mean? Or, or, generally speaking, the adjustments that are made, and I, I find this in hockey and the NBA, it, anytime you're playing back-to-back, the adjustments are made by the coaches are to take away what the other team was most successful at. And neither team was extremely successful, but if both of them are able to take away the one thing in a low-scoring game that was successful, I'm more inclined to think it's going to be even lower scoring than the last one. So so you don't think... I guess I'm, I'm hearing all this and thinking, would somehow both teams combined take more shots tonight based on how the first game went? Well, well, that would be the only thing, which I, would obviously be more scoring, I think. I, I did not watch the game, full disclosure, blah, blah, blah. But the, the thing you got. Good, I'm proud of you. See, well, I'm proud of you. Well, I love it. Well, but the, no, but the thing is, it's the, pa- it's, it's, it's the pace of play. You know? <laughs> did, 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 but maybe, John, maybe you watched some of this. I don't I mean, but you look at it, it was a low scoring game. Were they not shooting well? Uh, or, you know, was it they're taking the air out of the full ball? Full disclosure. Full disclosure, I'm on board with uh, with Dave. I watch nothing but the DB screen. I never watch a game except the last game I watched was the Super Bowl. I was just yeah, curious. Honest, are you line. sweating every score in real time? Like, come Me? on and looking. Yeah. Oh, I could care less for everybody listening. You know I could care less. Here's here's what I wanted to ask. So I want to segue <laughs> to the, the extreme teams. Are you – I don't want to – I'm not calling you out, Dave, on the radio, but I kind of am. Is Drake – the Cleveland, uh, 
is Drake the version of Cleveland in the NFL? Do we just now fade Drake for life? I kind of feel that it reverse Cleveland, you mean? Cleveland didn't cover anything. Reverse Cleveland? Right, a reverse Cleveland. Drake is the number one team besides James Madison. I, I, I think you can't go 16 and four. I think, against I think the you spread. can't go wrong. I think you can't go wrong with that strategy. I, I think you can't go wrong. Why, the rest why of the way, because that's single... so public. That's so public now that I really think it's plus EV. Okay, what are the numbers for Drake with your money machine, John? Let's hear this. Sixteen and four against the nineteen and one straight up. Sixteen and four against the spread. Um, the line, obviously, some people I know I won't say who got them at plus six overnight, and now they are plus four. Northern Iowa's plus four now. So the lines come down two points overnight. So a lot of people are actually on your, not your, but somebody, the wise side, the wise guy side, people are starting to fade Drake. Is I don't see a compelling reason why a team that's 16, 6 and 13 straight up has moved two points down to the worst number. If you're obviously, if you're taking Drake at post, you're actually getting the better number if the line continues to come yeah. down. And I'm just wondering if this is a spot that's just an auto-bet spot. We're going to fade James Madison. We're going to fade Michigan. We're going to fade Drake. James Madison's 12-3. and three. Michigan's 12-3. and three. Drake is 16-4. and four. ATS. I mean, I don't know about auto-fade. If the line value seems to be there, then yeah. But Drake, I think that one is so public, you can, you can fade them the rest of the way and probably make money. Nothing you heard that guy, though, guys. Fade him. Fade him. Now, if the line already moves, for example, it opened six or five and a half here, got bet up to six, and now it's four and a half, then you might want to kind of pass on this game. Maybe the value's gone. But looking moving forward, anything that, that gets anyone. Now, when, any lines get when does when, – I get this question off air all the time. When do you arb the game? When when would you buy it back if you had plus six and then the thing goes to three or the thing goes to two? Craters at game time. Everybody's taking Northern Iowa. They're going to fade Drake. The masses are listening to the radio show. Everybody's listening to this free information. We're going to fade Drake for the rest of the season. At some point, if you had Northern Iowa plus six, do you buy a piece back on the other side for the middle? If you think there's value on the other side, you don't do it just the middle. Got it. I mean, you're only re- the only reason to you're middling because you're just scared. You're scared. You bet too much on Team A, or there's value on Team, or or there's value on Team B. It's that simple. Like Got I would it. never go. Oh, I have such a good bet. I'm going to go for middle now. If there, if I didn't see value on the other side, or you but, can have market value. Let here market value. Let's say everyone has four, four and a half. You have a place that has three and a half. Now you have a no. Now you're not surrendering any of your equity on the first bet to lay the three and a half. That's fine. So the question I have for you, Brian, is me and you used to do videos out of the DB's office. We would see the line making. We've seen the computers running in real time. How do these teams get the runaway freight train? How does the if they're doing their job? You should not have an extreme where it's 21 and 7 against the spread on the Jazz, where it's an extreme and it's 16 4 against the spread on Drake. You should have it pretty much like chop chop through the whole season. 
No, no. You're, you're right. In a, in a perfect world, I mean, that, that would be like the, the odds-making 101 goal that you've got a, a read on it that basically it can go, go either way every game. The bottom line is the books would be crying – you know, provided there's whatever they are, seventeen one and what are they? Some insane. They're nineteen and one. They're nineteen and one straight up, and sixteen and four against the spread. Right, but but I mean, but what we don't know, they may be say nineteen and one against the spread, but the books actually won in those twenty games. The books might be twelve and eight. You know, winning winning those games in terms of the hold. That's a good point. Yeah, he's right. Now, the question I have for you is, uh, both of you, do you think, I think, maybe I'm wrong, that when teams are 19-1, and one, you get a lot of parlay tickets where they include that team in on the money line. As you know, my good friend Troy up there in Summerlin is a money line better. And so I'm not saying he's on that game, but – this is where I think squares, and Troy's definitely not a square, but a square like me would say, oh, I'm going to do a, a parlay, and I'm going to throw in Drake just to win because they're 19-1. and one. And I'm going to fade right. Arizona. So what do you do you guys agree with me that these this team yes. becomes valuable to the books in terms of parlay tickets? Yeah. I, I think books want – I think books don't mind. I don't know if they want, but they, they don't mind somebody blowing – to spread out like this, and then people laying minus 260 when break evens probably minus 200, and they throw it in every single parlay that they do. Yeah, the books, I think, want this. But I don't know. What do you think, Brian? I, I missed out on that one. I got I to gotta throw myself on the sword. I was working. No, no worries. I'm doing I, something yeah, else. I, I, no, what I, I was saying, it, Brian, is when a team is 19-1, and one, don't you think that team on the money line becomes much more – Weighted to the books are rooting against them because people are going to be sticking Drake on the money line into parlays just because they're winning, 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 winning. Mm, uh, I don't know the the basketball money line parlays. I the question I throw back to you guys and maybe David in particular: is how, how many money line parlays are there in college basketball? It's not like money line parlays in football. I don't think the volume. That would, you guys there? Yeah, no, that would. Yeah, did I lose you guys? Yeah. No, there you go. No, I'm here. I'm here. All right, Dave. Uh, I mean, do you do you look at that strategy or or not really in terms of parlaying? I know you're not a parlay guy per se, but do you think that the square money? There's a lot of money coming in on these games that are like you know won every game basically. Yeah, and then the other thing I was going to say about this, is, and this is more in NFL, and, and you guys know this. I'm parlaying Drake and the Jazz tonight on the money line. There's your square parlay, Drake and the Jazz That's on the too, money line. Well, Free well, and money. Then the other, and then the other thing, usually like the betting the side, the, just the spread is is the better value. So, but I was going to say, especially in NFL when they have massive parlay or parlay liability, then what they'll do is. Is is it'll create a good bet uh, for the side because because the, the you, you know those Sunday night games let's say it's it's three and it will it will keep moving slowly because of their parlay liability they're looking at it checking it and and ah. this creates a good bet on the side because they you know, because they're going all right everyone parlaying it now we want to give 
that side the worst. It's not just on straight bets. It's on parlays, too, where they go, wow, if, if this – we're going to lose so much money if, if this side comes through on the – and, they'll, and then they'll, they'll move the side for that. So that creates a good spot as well. Did you I kind of see- feel they just – they opened this straight game really high today, just going, we'd better, we better open it too high than too low. So that kind of tells me maybe they did take a couple of big losses, but I'm not sure. Not sure on that. What about, so, um, Dave, when I'm going to be in Vegas, can I have some uh, – do you have any algorithms that do the first 15 – who scores the first? Why do you like winning that so much? You want to hurry up and get David, to the bar. He was betting every first fifteen. I was literally watching. I know him he jump does that so he can go do other things. He just wants the game over in fifteen minutes. I mean, that's like for his bet. That's amazing. You have the algorithm for the. I'm at, being serious. You have the algorithm for the first fifteen. This is the and best then, action. And then, you, in and out of a trade in you, ten minutes. You do that every year, and then by the third round, I can't even get a hold of you. <laughs> you're, no, you're I'm not only there for the trip. first round. I'm, I'm a, I have a limited stay, and on Sunday, won't even actually be in the casino. I will be on the links with Mr. Blessing himself. I can't. Oh, really? I can't wait. No, is this pay per view. Is this pay per view material? No, it's going to be video chat me during the when when you guys hang out just to say hi. Yeah, no, man. I'm looking forward to it, and the weather should be beautiful for it too. They just canceled George Mason and St. Bonaventure due to inclement weather. We're going to get like an ice bath here soon. I mean, that, that weather, the weather is nuts now. I mean, boy, I tell you, just talk about the uneven playing field. Guys, dive into what you think is going to happen in the NCAA tournament. I'm really, I'm just curious about, you know, what if a team in the first round, you know, has a, somebody gets it? <laughs> is it a forfeit? Or as the tournament soldiers on, they got a schedule. So, they can't shut down. So, for full disclosure on the radio, I have PTSD. Um, March eleventh, the worst day in the history. I, I, I just want to get to March eleventh. I was sitting here in the office with Mike, and we were watching some meaningless game. And he said, "They're going to cancel the game at halftime." And I said, "You're crazy." And then. They canceled the game at halftime, and we just sat here shaking our heads in silence. It was like the moment of silence. So as long as we get past March 11th, I don't care who gets it, as long as they keep playing, because in 35 years of doing this for a living, never have I experienced. And I don't know how you guys handled it mentally. I was just I was saying it before it happened, and now we're approaching March and all I keep saying is keep playing, baby. Keep playing, baby. Cancel. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Canceling. What are you talking? They're not he's canceling. The guy, nothing. He's also he's also the guy that told us we weren't going to have football this year. This is this is who we're getting the information from. Square baby. Sports Insider Radio, where he goes. There's no way they'll play college football. That's what he said. I wish I'm going to even pull. You know what, Brian? We're going to pull like just like you did the the Ravens uh, Bills return touchdown little. Uh, Little um, recording. We're gonna work clip. Sorry, we're gonna do the same thing for when John said there's no college football. There's no way, not a shot. Extremely certain. Look, what they're gonna do is just like we've done with everything else. We're just gonna have to deal with it, roll with the punches. They're gonna play it. They're gonna figure it out. You've noticed lately, 
it's more precautionary that they're canceling these games for COVID reasons. It's not an outbreak throughout the teams anymore. Early in the season, they had a couple outbreaks throughout the teams. Right now, you're just seeing, look, if there's any sort of caution that one player was maybe in proximity to somebody that had it, they just canceled the game because they realize it doesn't really matter toward the end goal, which is the tournament. So a lot of teams are playing a lot less games. A lot of they're doing the back-to-backs. If they're going to put them all in the bubble and there's not going to be a lot of travel, I mean, from what I've read the entire season, all these guys are literally playing basketball and going home. There is no partying. They get, they get in trouble if they see anywhere where they're partying. So these guys are literally in a bubble because they know they have an end goal. A lot of these guys want to play in March Madness. It's not like the, you know, the college bowl games where, you know, some of these bowls aside from the the college playoff, they really didn't care. And a lot of guys that are going to the draft opt out. Look, March Madness is March Madness. You could be a 16th seed and win the whole thing. You could be UMBC. You could be UMBC and upset Virginia. And then Virginia gets their redemption and wins the whole thing the next year. I was right. sitting there with uh, uh, Dave at the Mirage watching it. Yeah, UMBC had a parade the next day here in, in Catonsville, Maryland. But, you know, they're just going to play it. And I think it's a good setup. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities there. Like during the bubble for NBA, I rode the heat throughout the entire run because you see these teams – that are playing in the same court get on streaks. They just get on a hot streak and they just roll. Um, and I think you're going to see a little bit of that. Dave, small sample size. Dave, small sample size. You're small well, no, you were right. saying well, well, you did say, I remember before the very first game, you said to me what I thought about. This is when I knew you were a fan. You said, what do I, what do I, you said, what do you think about him? And I go, yeah, uh, 29 seems high or whatever. And you go, no, to win. And I go, what? So then that's when I thought, yeah, you know, that's a true fan because that never happens, and then boom, it happens. So, yeah, that's good. Congrats, guys, still. I feel like we should keep congratulating you for many years for that one because we might not see it again. Well, no, might not see it again. But you know what? It's, it's, it's really exciting. All the sports are playing. They're figuring it out. I'm not too worried about – um, March 11th passing or whatever he's talking about. So yeah, that was you know, to me, they're doing yeah. it right. They're they're doing it right. We're we're definitely at the light of the end of the tunnel. Um, I think by next year, from the predictions, we're going to have fans in the stands and it's going to be fully packed stadiums again by next fall. Hopefully, wow. if not, then they'll just run it back just like uh, just like they did last year. Hey, Brian, like, like I, I, I need them to have fans in the stands, Brian, so I can come out to Vegas hey, again and <laughs> the Ravens play the. The Raiders. I got to tell both of you. I got to tell both of you this. So Saturday afternoon, after the first set of games ended, I'm tracking favorites and dogs real time because Dave always says I need a large sample size. After the first set of uh, nine o'clock Vegas college basketball games started, in were final in Vegas. The record for the season ATS was thirteen thirty three. 1333 and 59 on the closing number. For like one minute, it was complete parody. 1,333 favorites, 1,333 dogs, 59 pushes on the closing number. The line makers are doing their jobs. I had somebody tell me that it was a harder season because there's no fans. I said, well, if it was a harder season, the line makers wouldn't be at complete parody. 
Yep. They've, made, they've yep. made the adjustments. Yep. Well, your homework assignments, I'll give you one. Start start watching the MAC conference. I'm telling you, they're scoring games like they're NBA games. You know, I mean. Houston I, ba- is that Houston Baptist? They go over every game. <laughs> what conference is Houston no, Baptist in? I don't know, but the, the MAC is like that. By the way, in the NBA tonight, yeah, and David, real quick, we. Well, we got just a couple minutes left. But Philly is back home tonight in the NBA. These guys, they did it all last year. They're doing it again this year. Uh, they're one thing on at home and another on the road. They're back home, and they're eleven and two at home, and they're nine and four against the spread at home. They're laying ten, ten and a half to Houston tonight. Uh, do you saddle up to, to situations like that? Because. The sample size is growing. It was all of last year, and it's doing it again this year. For for the 76ers to rebound and and cover the 10? No, I just think Philly at home, they're they're 11-2 at home, 9-4 against the spread at home. And on the road, they're like, they're just this ordinary team at home. They're a 500 team on the road, and they're a monster at home. I'll I'll give a big tip here for this game, and this is definitely... This is how you should handle it. So basically, it's a flat ten, pretty much globally. And the only the only thing about this game, it says Embiid is probable, so seventy five percent going to play. I kind of feel that's just going to stay there all the way till post, and nothing. And, and and he'll probably play, and nothing will move, and he could still lay ten. But if somehow he's a random scratch. It would go all the way down after we saw the other night to like five or six. So I think I think that you should just wait till the till one hundred percent he's in the, till it says the lineup when it goes lineup and and he's in it or you yeah. But what, what you're also saying is you could be more aggressive, take the ten right now on the if commies out, and then then you have an aggressive five point middle. Oh, if, oh, if I like if if I like Houston here and I see that probable with with his back. Oh, absolutely! I fire right now, and and he's in the line's going to be ten because he's probably. I kind of feel probable. Just people think, well, that's a hundred percent. He's going to play when it's not, but they think that, and the betters think that. So I would take Houston, and and you're on a free roll kind of because yeah, if all of a sudden he's a scratch, you you've got the stone cold nuts. But if he plays, it's closing ten. But, 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 but would you would you not say the odds are sta- pretty high? He's playing that yeah. number. Yeah, that number. Yeah, that I number. Know. The books aren't hanging that number on the ifcom. That thing would be off the board. I know, but I just keep seeing it probable going down. I just keep seeing it through the years that that that's the way I approach these spots. I hear you. Good but, stuff, guys. Listen, uh, the hour flies by. Uh, can't wait to see you guys out here. Can't wait to see Mike's golf swing. Can't wait to do this again with you guys again next week. And we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. White House COVID-19 coordinator Jeff Zintz says aggressive workup to vaccination numbers are starting to show results. 
Zintz also saying some states have lost ground on vaccinations due to severe winter weather. You know, the weather's having an impact. Uh, it's having an impact on distribution and deliveries uh, from, from the delivery companies and the distribution.